to the Let's Talk Crypto podcast, where we discuss the latest Bitcoin, blockchain, and digital asset news. Hey everybody, hope you're all well. This is episode 24 of the Let's Talk Crypto podcast. I'm your host, Wes Carlson, and this was recorded on Friday, the 13th of September, 2019. I want to start off by thanking everybody that's been in contact with me via email and on social media. It's really nice to get some feedback and to hear that a lot of you are enjoying the show, especially the Crypto Market Wizard series. For those of you who haven't yet, please like, share or subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, please press the little bell button and you will receive notifications when we release new episodes. If you're on iTunes, please leave us a review. It helps push us up the rankings and will get us noticed. And if we get noticed, Bitcoin gets noticed and we all want that. I thought I would do something different today, something we haven't done for quite a long time. And that is just discuss what's been happening in the news lately with regards to Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency space. Not just about price, but just general tidbits of what I have found in the news and with regards to the network statistics and other events that we can be looking forward to over the coming weeks and months. Let's get going. All right, so let's start off with the Bitcoin halving. For those of you who don't know, every four years, the amount of Bitcoins released every 10 minutes drops in half. So for example, at the moment, we have 12.5 Bitcoins being released every 10 minutes, and that's every 10 minutes, obviously, there's a block being mined, 12.5 Bitcoins are released. In 245 days, 10 hours, 39 minutes and 5 seconds, approximately, the reward will drop in half again. This is approximately the 15th of May 2020 at 10 to 8 at night, my local time, which is GMT plus 4. This means that the inflation rate of Bitcoin will drop. The current Bitcoin inflation rate is at around 3.73%. The new inflation rate will be 1.8%. It's interesting to note right now, total Bitcoins in circulation are 17,933,200,000. Remember, there's only 21 million Bitcoins that will ever be produced. So the percentage of Bitcoins that have already been mined to date is about 85.4% leaving only 3,066,800 Bitcoins left to be mined and distributed. That is not a lot of Bitcoin left for everyone else who hasn't got Bitcoin to get their hands on. You better get stacking sats. For those of you who want a quick update on price, Currently, price is sitting at $10,345 on BitMEX exchange. Currently in the weekly formation, we still seem to be in a consolidation pattern, although there are hints that the, this consolidation is coming close to a resolution. It is still boring most traders out there. If we zoom into the one day chart, you'll see that we have formed a descending triangle and if you've been in Bitcoin for a while you will be quite familiar with these triangular patterns especially the descending one the whole of 2018 was basically a consolidation within a descending triangle that broke down 
Although these triangles tend to have a bearish inclination, they can break either way and they generally do so once they are past 70% full. Looking at the current formation, it looks like we are approaching that or are above 70%, leading me to believe that we'll probably break out this consolidation within the next week or two, but probably before the end of September. Since we are on a macro uptrend, there is a chance that this triangle could break to the upside and this whole past three to four months has been a bullish consolidation and not a bearish one. However, it remains to be seen. And now for a quick news catch up. From Bitcoin Magazine, we have the headline, Institutional Cryptocurrency Interest is Booming. Regulations Need to Catch Up. Following in that theme, also on Bitcoin Magazine, another headline reads, The Bucked Futures Warehouse is Live. Bucked has announced that the warehouse, its qualified custodian arm, is now open for business. The company has previously announced that the warehouse is protected by $125 million insurance and leverages the same protections that are used by the New York Stock Exchange, NYSE. Bucked and the New York Stock Exchange share the same parent owner, ICE, or Intercontinental Exchange. From Coindesk, Anna Bydakova, $2 billion lost in Mt. Gox Bitcoin hack can be recovered, lawyer claims. The takeaway here is that a Moscow-based law firm claims to have identified Russian nationals who received Bitcoin stolen in the 2014 hack of MT Gox. Local law enforcement is investigating Alexander Vinnick, the alleged operator of the defunct exchange BTCE. ZP Legal says MT Gox creditors who came forward as potential BTCE victims may help Russian authorities establish a connection between the exchanges. To cut a deal with law enforcement, those who benefited from the MT Gox hack might offer to return funds to the exchange's creditors, according to the law firm. Another interesting piece from Coindesk, written by Daniel Palmer, cyber criminals selling hacked fiat money for Bitcoin at 10% of its value. There's now an underground service catering to the fraudsters that lack the skills or nerve to hack into online accounts to steal funds. According to a September report from security as a service firm Armor, cyber criminals on dark markets are now selling fiat cash for fractions of its worth to avoid risks of dealing with the money themselves. Armor's Threat Resistance Unit research team said in the report, there are plenty of hackers willing to simply transfer stolen funds to the bank account or PayPal account of your choice or send you the funds via Western Union. The team said the new service had been spotted within the last year and it has bloomed into a key offering on the dark web. Those using the service will get what appears to be a real bargain, gaining cash from Bitcoin at roughly 10 to 12 cents on the dollar. For example, a customer can pay the seller $800 in Bitcoin and $10,000 will be transferred to their account of choice. Aside from being cheap, the service makes things much simpler for customers since they no longer have to buy stolen online bank account credentials, set up a money mule, account for receive, to receive the funds, and log into a stolen account to transfer the money. Armour calls it a seamless turnkey money laundering service. How wonderful. <laughs> if you're a criminal, that is. 
There is a reason dark web sellers are offering such low prices, of course. The service appeals to sellers because they are not taking possession of the funds themselves. Just transferring the cash puts the bulk of the risk on the buyer. More generally, the report says that Bitcoin is still the most popular cryptocurrency being used by almost exclusively in dark web transactions. Cryptos with more privacy features like Monero, Dash and Zcash are sometimes used but tend to require more technical expertise on the part of the victims. And that brings us to the end of our market and news update. I hope you've enjoyed this brief episode. Please don't forget to give us a like, share and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, please leave us a review. It helps get noticed and if we get noticed, Bitcoin will get noticed too. Until next time, keep stacking sats.